everyone. I'm Latonia Coakley from Majority House. I have an artisanal loose leaf tea company based in the Washington D.C. area. Welcome to Baddies with Business. I am your host, Maloran Hodge. Come with me on a journey as I create a space to chat with Black women about their aspirations, struggles, and learnings within business. Learn and grow as we talk about how being a baddie and business go hand in hand. Laugh together, we've sipped together, and we've dropped some gems in the past, so I'm excited for our chat. So, Latonia, um, Miss Batty, can you tell the people about you? Hi, everyone. I'm Latonia Coakley from Majority House. I have an artisanal loose leaf tea company based in the Washington, D.C. area. I've been blending teas, I would say, for about six years um, as a part of my own healing practice from the the depths of my parents. Um, And I'm so excited to be here with you, Batty. Yes. What was the catalyst for you starting? the tea house. Sure, yes. So right now I have several different teas and I like to call them storied teas because each of them tells a story from a part of my life. Um, for example, this morning I'm sipping Sunday morning. It's a blend of, um, it's a green tea base. It has adaptogenic herbs like Tulsi mm-hmm. and it has strawberry and stevia and tarragon. And it's like super fresh and it just reminds me of those sunny, Saturdays um, in my hometown of Richmond, sitting on the porch, Mm -hmm. eating strawberries, going to the park. And so each of them, I want to bring a certain feel. um, And and it takes me a while, actually, Malaron, to come up with the blends, a lot of taste testing, Mm -hmm. a lot of sharing with my friends before they even become a thing. Um, And when I was in college, um, I lost my father to cancer. And then 10 years later, I lost my mother to cancer. And at the end of as a part of my grieving process, mm-hmm. um, I started to plant herbs. You know, I realized how easy it is to put, to make a tea, I guess. You know, I, it just takes a while to get the, the ingredients that you want or, get, you know, get the flavors that you want. But I realized that I could do this. Yeah. Um, and it's also something really cool about putting your fingers in herbs and spices and whatnot. Yeah. So we've kind of talked about our grief stories and just like the blessing that comes out of that and the things that you're learning about yourself, you're growing, you're changing and trying to find that new way of living um, without those loved ones. So I'm just thankful that you shared that part about how you've incorporated that. Has that also been like how you've incorporated the names and the different spices and things you include as well? Yeah, I'm starting with Ajarne. Um, I actually had a different tea company, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> tea company name. I never even got it off the ground, but, um, adjourn for me, adjourn literally means to stop something, to pause something for, you know, a brief moment of time and come back to it. Yeah. And that's what I think, you know, especially as black women, we need to incorporate more, more into our daily practices. You know, we get stressed, pause, give yourself five to 10 minutes and come back to whatever um, you're working on with a more renewed sense of self, um, more calm and more patience in your soul. Yeah. And making a cup of tea is the easiest way to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And the same with the different names, like have a, a blend called Rimshot, which is my ode to a coffee um, 
tea house uh, in Richmond called Tropical Soul. I used to go there with my friends. Um, every Thursday they did this poetry night thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just so like chocolatey and delicious <laughs> and just like soothing and sexy. And I was just, I was like, I have to make a blend to remind myself of that experience. And that's where Rucha came. I love that. And I also love the stories that you include on your website, kind of like about the, um, about the tea, but then also there's like these different aspects of like how to make tea and just like taking that pause. Would love to just know why you included that on the website around that pause. Sure. Yeah. So I think with anybody, you should have a tea corner in your cabinet. And in your tea corner, you can have your, your loosely, I mean, your bag teas. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're in a rush. You need to make a quick cup of tea. That's perfect. But when you need to slow yourself down and be more intentional about the use of your time, using loose leaf teas is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about loose leaf teas, I, I'll actually show you since on camera, is that um, you have all the herbs and the spices here. Yes. But this isn't, tea drinking isn't just about the taste, it's about the smell, and it's about the beauty of it as well. So I try to make sure throughout the pausing process that you build in some time to admire the tea. And really pay attention to the smells and the flavors that you are bringing in through your nose and through your eyes, as well as your taste buds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also with pausing, you are breathing in yeah. more. You're calming your system. The warmth of the tea in your hands, the warmth of the tea in your mouth as it goes, you know, into your stomach. All of that is soothing um, to your soul, but also to your body. Like in the moments you've had pause or there's been pauses that have been forced upon you, what learnings have you had? Oh, that is a brilliant question. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is pausing brings in intentionality. Mm. When you are, you, when you take the time to, to stop yourself or when you're forced to stop, stop yourself, you have to recalibrate. You have to reactivate. You have to rethink. You have to process. Um, So actually, in my own practice, you know, it's been really cool. I have tons of ideas. Mm -hmm. And I think a a common issue, I don't know if this statistically is a thing, but what I noticed about businesses, some people grow so fast, um, they're not able to keep up with the work that they're doing. Also, you lose the intentionality. And so what I'm trying to do is um, slow myself down, Mm -hmm. right? There's no rush. There's no rush. Um, And I also believe that my magic, or I'm learning in this moment of pause because of coronavirus, that my magic comes when I slow, Mm -hmm. when I pause, when I breathe, when I share things that I genuinely think are beautiful. Right? I went make a tea just because um, there are enough companies doing that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's fine, too. That's just not what a journey is going to do. What are some, like, very real challenges that you have experienced and you imagine that other Black women are experiencing? We don't step up firmly and quickly enough because of, in my opinion, systemic racism oh, yeah. uh, and access. Mm-hmm. You know, if a white man decides to start a business, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going I'm to start this business. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, my both my parents are deceased. I don't have any, you know, inheritance. And mm-hmm. so starting a business is, is expensive. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was it was very expensive. I started with a Kickstarter, mm-hmm. um, got, you know, all my friends and family to donate a bit to help me get started. Um, 
I also, you know, worked really hard to decrease the cost of materials so I can get something that looks really good and mm-hmm. tastes really good, but is inexpensive. But that's a lot of research. And yeah. I don't think, uh, you know, oftentimes as black women, especially with full-time jobs, like how do you spend the hours? In my opinion, it took me hours to research these different um, pieces to the puzzle. How do you have the time to do that? Why are you taking care of your kids, taking mm-hmm. care of your family, taking care of your household, taking care of yourself? Yeah. And so that is very difficult, um, but extremely doable. Yeah. Um, I decided to make it a priority in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is paying off for me. I think another issue is community. So making sure you're in a community of supportive and aligned um, black woman is extremely helpful. Yeah. I happen to be a part of a black woman entrepreneurship group in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, and so that's been really helpful for me to go and talk to women who have been in business for years mm-hmm. and say, I'm having these issues. Black women who look like me, yeah. who, who come from uh, similar backgrounds. And then the last biggest one is funding. So access to funding, we mm-hmm. don't get approved for funding the same right. way other businesses do. Um, it is very hard to get. And so Having a relationship with the banker is mm-hmm. important. I have yet to file for any funding because I'm terrified myself, but I am connected with different bankers to help me get through that process. Yeah. So finding a banker, preferably a black woman who mm-hmm. can tell your story. Um, that's a big one because the bankers have to understand and have to tell your stories. Right. You can't, you know, go with your, you know, you have a weave business and you go to a white man banker. He's not going to understand the importance of black beauty and hair care. Mm-hmm. So you have to go to people that look like you Yeah. Um, throughout the process. So, yeah, I would say those are the biggest ones. My, the community of, of people supporting me is so vast mm-hmm. right now. Like, I'm just astounded. So that isn't the issue. It's just the the financial pieces and the the puzzles behind the scenes. I appreciate you bringing up the piece around just like the systematic oppression that is apparent as it relates to Black women maneuvering through life, one, yeah. but also yeah. maneuvering through this space and being entrepreneurs. I also think this piece around like how we've been conditioned to move and operate within the world of business, but also like within our career. So we've been conditioned to think like, oh, you go get this degree, you go get this job so then it can help the family as opposed to like, take a risk, do something that you're passionate about. You may be, you may have this job that pays you really well, but if you're not passionate about it, there's going to become a point in time where you just hit a wall. It's like, I'm just frustrated. And so I just appreciate you talking about the systematic things because oftentimes we we know they're there, but we don't yeah. talk about them and we don't put them out there front and center and just yeah. like, look, I'm just opening up this wound because it's there and we got to figure out how to work through that. So, And oftentimes yeah. we can't just go quit our jobs to start a business. Amen. I was a teacher working on this idea. I was working at a nonprofit working on this idea. Um, and so, and it took me years too. Mm-hmm. This wasn't something that happened overnight. Yeah. Um, I was gifted the LLC from my husband in 20... My first LLC was in 2017, mm-hmm. and then I got a new one in 2018 for Adjourn. Um, but I didn't get it off the ground until, until 2019. Or was it 2017? I think it was 2017, but I didn't get it off the ground until 2019. Yeah. Um, and I needed that time to, mm-hmm. to take care of myself and not rush the process. Yes. Um, and I'm so grateful because now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. Yeah. 
And that I think that not rushing is like powerful because it's also like perfectionism and rushing to action is also like part of like white supremacy culture. It's like we got to rush into this thing as opposed to just feeling and just being in that space as like we do in our culture. Um, oftentimes I think about cookouts. You know, yes. they say get there at three o'clock, but usually it, you're not eating until five and you're just yes. chilling, trying to wait for those hot dogs to come off the grill. So. Yes. I mean, sticky yeah. time is our joke, but also it's a real thing. What are we rushing? We're yeah. always rushing. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to rush for everything. Not for this, this right here, this, this has been me saying no to that. Yeah. I could have dropped teas a long time ago. I literally have a Trello page with, I don't know, 30 or 40 different blends that I've worked on. Mm-hmm. I'm not rushing to release those. We're yeah. getting small, super small capsule collections mm-hmm. because I want it to be intentional. And I also want to practice what I preach. Yes. You know, um, now when we blow up and we get at Oprah's, you know, Super Soul Sunday. Hello. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like maybe by then <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to change my model. But mm-hmm. right now... I am not because I'm doing this for us. And as you think about us, the other baddies that are out there, what are some words of advice you have for those that have these budding businesses that they're starting? They've been marinating on an idea and they just need that extra like, what are some words of advice that you would give to those baddies? Start. You don't, nothing has to be perfect, right? If you're trying to, you know, come up with a, a, a YouTube channel, just make it private, but mm-hmm. start. Yeah. Start recording yourself on a podcast. You don't have to release this stuff, but start doing the work. Um, also, breathe through it. The emotions are real. Like, there are ups and downs. There were months where I made zero sales. Mm-hmm. Zero. I made zero money and was paying out of my ass. Um, for a commercial kitchen space. Mm-hmm. And then during the coronavirus, I tripled, almost quadrupled my sales and made more in the past two and a half months than I had in one year. Yes. So, I know. <laughs> and so, you know, it's been really important for me to like breathe through that process. Yeah. Also connect. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I mean, I just reach out to women, black women mm-hmm. who I admire who are doing amazing things and say, hey, would you, I have a product. I don't have them and I don't ask for them to do promo, but I reach out and say, Hey, you know, I've been, I have a tea company. I love what you, what you do. Would you like me to send you, you know, would you be okay with me sending you some tea? Mm-hmm. And that has connected me to some pretty amazing people. And so reach out because yeah. we're here more and, and, and be okay when people say no. Mm-hmm. I've had a huge no in the beginning. Um, there was another black woman owned business um, who uh, supports other black women entrepreneurs. And I wanted to be a part of that crew so bad. I love what she's doing. And I reached out and she was like, nah. Mm-hmm. And I had to be okay with that yeah. and respect her decision. Also know that for every no, there's going to be someone that's like, yeah, come through. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Where do you aspire to be? Um, in the next two to three years, and how might our community of baddies help you to get there? Hmm. I really want to, I've been really thinking about this. I have two different ideas, actually. Um, I kind of want to just be in manufacturing and mm-hmm. um, produce tea as opposed to having like a tea, tea shop. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be any 
anyone's barista. Yeah. Um, for a lot of different reasons, but one huge reason is I believe that um, I I want to celebrate this as a more intentional practice mm. that doesn't involve you going into a tea shop and me serving you tea. Yes. Now, what I hope to do is market my teas to other coffee shops. Mm. You can go. So I just don't want to be the one to do it. Yes. I don't want to be a barista. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, that that takes away some of my own personal practice. Yeah. But I want to have I want to see my teas in other coffee shops. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we're not at a Starbucks level, and I don't know if I'd ever want to do that. But a lot of the small black and brown cafes, um, I'm I'm reaching out to. I have a couple beautiful leads with um, some corporate um, offices and kitchens who are looking for nice tea companies. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I want to go. And then the other thing, um, I wouldn't mind having a small storefront mm-hmm. um, with space in the back to do workshops and things like that. So, yeah, yeah you know, some, I, you know, it's so expensive here in the D.C. area. So that's another thing I've been thinking about. Like, what would it look like to um, maybe go back to Richmond or re- relocate to North Carolina or Atlanta mm-hmm. where I could actually afford to have a commercial space? Yeah. I mean, North Carolina's great. You know, that's where I'm from. (laughs) And then um, how can we help you get there? Support. Mm -hmm. Follow my page. Spread the word. Um, I can't. The the exponential value of you telling your friends and family about my tea, Mm -hmm. you purchasing the tea and letting other people taste it, taking pictures like, that's how I get a lot of businesses. People like the branding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent weeks designing just the label. Yeah. Um, so people are really, really impressed with that. So take pictures, take videos, and yeah. make sure you look nice, too. Like, yes. you know, sometimes I get the videos. I'm like, oh, that's not you know. You have good Be life. a baddie. Be a baddie. I don't know. Be a baddie. <laughs> and so take the picture. Send me the video so I can repost. Mm-hmm. Um, because the exponential value of that, if you have 100, 100 followers, there's 100 extra people that get to see what I'm doing. Yeah. And I also try to do the same with the black businesses that I support, yes. especially black women businesses. Um, and just women-owned businesses. Yeah. Um, if it's a good product, I'm taking pictures. Yeah. I want to make you look good, too. Mm-hmm. So make me look good, baby. Yes. Where can we find you so we can post um, things? Ajournteehouse.com. Okay. And I am on Instagram and Facebook at as at House. Okay. So ajournteehouse.com and at ajournteehouse on Instagram and, and Facebook. And Facebook. Wonderful. I don't know how to do the tweet and that stuff. That's too much work. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there in the next two to three years. We'll get there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so in closing, do you have any like baddie business tips um, that you want to leave us with? Yep. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be anyone else. baddies friends we have come to the end of another episode of baddies with business check out the episode description for more details about today's feature baddie go show us some love on social media if you are a baddie with a business or aspiring business and you want to talk to someone talk to me i'm here to listen you can contact me at baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com If you can't get enough of Baddies with Business, you're trying to figure out where the other episodes are, 
head on over to your favorite podcast streaming platform and download all the other episodes. Your ears will love you for it. Let's close with a word from the Lord. I do, Lord, when I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in the service of my vision, then it becomes less and less important whether I'm afraid. Be bold, be bad, be a baddie.